welcome to the Sportscast. You know, you know it's your boy Skit here. It's your boy Rod. It's your boy Ron. Yo, so let's get straight into it, man. Cowboys made a nice little turnaround. Y'all think they set to make a run this year? No, I, I don't. I don't know. I think it's tough, man. When you got the uh, NFC South, that's got all them teams with the same record. Then you got the Packers still got the same record as them. I think if they can, they can, they may be able to make a run. You know what I'm saying? But they got to win out, and they need help from a lot of other teams. I agree with you on that, Rod. I really think the main issue with the Cowboys is Jerry Jones broke spirit. Yeah. Spirit of the Cowboys, it all season has been spirit broken due to Jerry telling y'all what y'all going to do. So I do not think the Cowboys are in it this year, and I yeah. think they're going to struggle and have a bad offseason as well. Yeah, look, man, I already told y'all how I feel. I feel like the NFC South is about to have three teams in it. And so that's leaving the Cowboys out back because I don't see them getting in either. It's very possible. It's very possible. NFC West is very strong, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. NFC West, man, it's something about them South teams, though. I can't lie. I like the way the Panthers looking. I like the way Tampa Bay looking. Not even, like, but, you know. Well, the way you got it now, you got Philly in first, Minnesota two, the Rams three, New Orleans four, Carolina five, and they got the same record as um, New Orleans. You got Atlanta six or eight and five. So right now, Seattle eight and five, they out right now too. Then you got Detroit, Green Bay, Dallas, all at seven and six. It's gonna be tough for Dallas, man. They need a lot of help, man. I, I don't really think they're gonna make a run. See, the only thing that's helping Dallas is all these teams play against each other. Yeah, because the, the NFC South, South, South three teams, yeah. and they, they got to knock each other out eventually. And they still got a lot of division games left. That is very true. And Dak, what do y'all think about Dak this year? I mean, Dak a bum. He ain't got that running game to help him. That, so you think Dak been exposed this year? Yeah, man. I think I ain't gonna go that far and say he been exposed. I will, man. Well, why, I think, why can't you? Give me your. He been exposed. Why. Tell me why he not. I just don't think he playing that bad to where you. I would think he's being exposed like he saw it and. He just had a great game last week against uh, who they play. Um, who did they play? Shit. Somebody, but they had a great game. I don't think he been exposed. He missing the star running back. Led yeah. the league in rushing last year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, well, he, he's I don't a, think he playing trash. He's a capable quarterback, but when you look at Dak from last season, he just seemed like the best thing that's been out since sliced bread. When you look at Dak, but I didn't now, think that. When you look at Dak now, it's like, you know, the offensive line for the Cowboys hasn't been really healthy. Right. Ezekiel Elliott, he's been out. So it's like now when the pressure, everything's on Zach. I mean, I'm sorry, on Dak. He's, <laughs> he's not performing. He's you know not what, giving you the you same. Know, what I would say changed with Dak from last year. Last year, he had so many fourth quarter comebacks. And it's not like that this year. Last year, he won a lot of games down the stretch. Like at the end of games, he even beat us Pittsburgh like that like he beat a lot of teams just down the stretch and I ain't seeing him have that fourth quarter shit he had last last uh season yeah man look I think I think we already talked about what the problem is with him no running game so now he got to do it all himself and that's a little harder to do it's more pressure it was so easy last season and it's just the pressure is on and he's he's showing you what he does on the pressure He's showing when you look at Dak and you look at Wimps, he's showing the difference between a first round draft pick and a fourth round draft pick. Yeah. Now you're looking at the experience that team saw <laughs> up front. Yeah. Dak is now showing you what that fourth round draft pick was really was really worth and why he was considered a fourth round draft pick. 
I ain't counting Dak out, bro. Wait, I mean, I understand, but you got you to think. When he's missing those Pro Bowl pieces, he's now just a, a typical fourth-round quarterback. Mm-hmm. When you look at Carson Wentz and you add some capable pieces, he don't even have the same Pro Bowl pieces that Dak has. Right. And you see the difference. Yeah. Listen, man, Wentz been balling out this year. Wentz had it's sad to see him go down. Yeah, that was tough, man. And he had the, the same thing happened to the Eagles, happened to the Raiders last year. I, I was talking about how Wentz went out, mm-hmm. how Wentz went out, and they, then how Derek Carr went out last Carr year. Back. Yeah, same thing. Now, but now I think the difference is Raiders didn't have a formidable backup quarterback. Right. And, and when you look at the Eagles, Nick Foles is he was a starter in this league yeah, before. He was, he's more than capable of actually yeah. running that offense. Right, but I don't think they got the ceiling. That they had with wins that with Nick Foles. Yeah, we'll see. Cause like I said, they they got a nice, they got a lot of nice pieces. They got three good running backs. They yeah. Got, they got wide receivers. Nice receivers. They got a defense. Yeah, that defense. That defense underrated. Right. Now when you got a good defense, your quarterback doesn't have to do as much. If you can get that running game going in the playoffs, get the defense playing. Mm-hmm. That's that's playoff football. Right. Like that's what. A lot of Minnesota doing they running the ball and and playing defense, and then they got a quarterback that ain't gonna lose the game for you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Where did he come from? Chase Keenum. Keenum. The Rams. Well, well, I know he came from the Rams, but what happened? What 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 is is it the, the game plan for the Vikings? Is I don't their know. Coordinator. First of all, they got a great defense that's helping them. Like I don't know, man. Because if you think about it, when was the last time a quarterback played horrible in the Vikings' offense? Yeah, it's right. been a minute. Right. It's been a, remember, Sam right. Bradford came in. Sam Bradford was balling this season. Right. He was, any, like, undefeated before he went out Any quarterback that the Vikings have brought in over the last two years have performed. And the Vikings are grabbing all the quarterbacks from the Rams, too. Right. This, let me tell you, that's what I was about to say, how trash Jeff Fisher was. Look what the Rams doing after they fired him. Jeff Fisher had Jared Goff, who's balling this season, and Case Keenum on the same team, bro. How you ain't do nothing? Now, Case Keenum balling with these people. And Jared Goff balling this year. Did he have Sam Bradford too? Because I feel like he might have had Sam Bradford too when he was over there in um, with the Rams. Right, he might have. Yeah, at one point in time, I think he did. Yeah. He did have. So you had three quarterbacks. You know what? Who were he had Bradford actually before they drafted Goff. Exactly. Right. That's crazy. So, so yeah. Man, kept a job. That's, that's, that's coaching in the NFL. You know, they like these names and they keep them around. Man. Speaking of names, though, man, y'all seen what the big baller brand been doing? BBB. <laughs> Laker game. That, that's my people right there. Yeah, I man. love everything LeVar's doing. How you feel about them taking them kids out of school? Now, the goal for those kids is basketball. Mm-hmm. So they're playing basketball. When you think of LaMelo, I know a lot of people are saying that how do you take a 16-year-old out of high school? But you're taking a sixty. He's still getting homeschooled. Yeah, it's no difference. But he's he's playing basketball. The father hasn't been wrong up to this point. And that's my and that's what this the thing. People that sitting at home cannot look at him like an ordinary family. This is the ball family. You know what I'm saying? This they their whole foundation built around basketball and their brand. So you can't look at it like, well, he took them out of school and he doing this and that, but. Their whole thing is based around playing basketball. So right. you can't look at them like a conventional family because they're not. Yeah, no. Look, I'm glad that they are going playing overseas, honestly. One, the whole college, playing college ball is a ripoff anyway. So let these boys get some money in their pockets. They're playing professional ball. 
both of them shooters, so that's gonna help them out, especially Leangelo with him being a big time shooter. Him going over and playing Euro ball, all he can do is perfect his jump shot. Yes, sir. I don't fool. I ain't gonna lie. I don't really fool with taking my man out of high school like that though. But what's the difference? He's been in school. He had. I he, mean, I'm not worried about school. I'm worried about his development of his game. Well, now that he that, he want the best that is high a, school player in the nation. Like, I, I do. You know what I'm saying he was you. good. That's an issue. Now I don't know how, but he was ranked, I believe, seventh in his class. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't say I agree with that. I don't know how they really do the rankings, but his game does require a lot of development. A lot of so, work. Even his know, jumper. I mean, look at his, look at his brother struggling in the league shooting jumpers like that. They both got the same un- unconventional form. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't like that he pulled him out, Lamelo out, because of his development. He not he ain't no um what's the other boy to be dunking and stuff. He ain't got his crazy size or you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I just don't like the fact that um what's that boy name? Zion. 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 So I don't like the fact that he pulled him out of high school, man. Well, like I said, his, his pops haven't been wrong yet. He hasn't. He, he, he hasn't. He and said that's... before last season, uh, Alonzo, Alonzo was going to be a Laker. Mm-hmm. That man said he, it he's a Laker. all year, and that shit happened. He forced yeah. that draft pick. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not going to gamble against pops. A lot of people are saying that the dad is taking advantage. The dad is trying to make money off of his kids. But if you break the situation down, that's not the case because if the dad was really trying to make money, why would he not sign a contract with one of these shoe companies? That's, that's immediate money right there. He's just trying to break barriers. He is. You know, he for is. The, for the and same you got to respect him for that. Right. For the same people that's knocking him, he's opening these doors for y'all. Right. right. But see, I'm lost. Like, even if he is trying to make money off him, what's the problem with that? An agent going to make money off of him? And, and you know what? The see, shoe company is going to make money off of him? That's another The school making money off of him? It's, it's Why o- can't I make money off it's my o- son? It's okay when the age, like you say, when the agent does it, the college coaches does it. Everybody can make money, but when dad does it, it's a problem. Now, I don't know if because dad is a strong black man. I don't know. but apparently Because they've never seen it before. That's, that's just yeah, what it's Everything is crazy when it's new. Right. I agree. You know what I'm saying? And... Honestly, I didn't think Leangelo was was league nigga anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I know he was preaching that whole one and done thing. All he can boys. shoot, but I thought Leangelo was the, the biggest one to kind of wait around for Lamelo and let Lamelo make him look a little better. In my, my opinion, that would have been the best idea for Leangelo. So them going playing overseas definitely helps Leangelo. I'd have been cool with the Lamelo playing overseas if he was done high school mm-hmm. and he was like, I ain't going to school. And I'm gonna play one year overseas, and I'm gonna come back and get drafted. Now, I'd have been yeah. cool with that. Then when we talk about breaking down barriers and opening doors, when you look at this situation, you took a tenth grader, well, I think a rising eleventh grader out of high school, and you're taking them overseas. So you're basically his eligibility for college is now out the window because he's a pro. Does you do you think this opens the door for other kids? Because if you look at the whole how it's broke broke down, is you know I can take my kid. I can put him into overseas. He can go play basketball. Right. And he's eligible was, for the NBA draft a year later. It take it take it take a special it take a special background to do something like that. Yeah. And like I said, they're not a conventional family. They based around basketball, so it would have to be a dynamic like that, or like just a crazy high school player to, to do that. Just that's that's a risk, man. You well, risking this boy's education. You risk. I mean, he's risking a lot. He's developing as, he's developing well, as a man. If it is successful, the game of basketball from high school to college is going to change. It's going oh, to change. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's breaking down so many barriers. Right. If, if this works, 
a lot of people are going to actually thank him. A lot of people are going to look at this whole situation completely different. Yeah, he breaking down a lot of birds, even with the shoe stuff. It's like that's something that you I can think you is can look at it. You can look at it like this new music, this new music industry, right? Now, once his once their brand is successful, companies are going to want to partner. Like these music artists these days, they're partnering with companies and doing distribution. You know what I'm saying? Instead of signing a 360 or whatever. So that's gonna open the same doors for the shoe company for the shoe. They gonna partner with you instead of you know what I'm saying, you know. So it is breaking barriers, man. When you talk also when you talk about breaking, I have a strong thought that those big baller brand shoes are breaking Lonzo ankles because <laughs> it, it, every other game I've watched, man. Zoe has an ankle issue. Man, listen. I feel that way with every low top shoe. Period. I don't Wait, like no, low top these shoes. These particular ones, is all went. They were high tops. Oh, see, they were high tops. He fucking up my argument. Everybody, man, that's going crazy. Listen, man, but how do y'all feel about Zoe? Period. Y'all think he's living up to the hype, or is he? Now, for the people, I think that looks for Zoe to be more than what he is. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that bought into his father's hype. Yeah. When you look at any other conventional rookie, mm-hmm. Zoe's stats is pretty good for a rookie. He's filling up the spread. He's filling up the sheet. Yeah. He when it comes to blocks, he had four blocks against the Cavs the other night. Those are big. I'm pretty sure he led the game in blocks, rebounds, assists. Yeah. He may not be scoring what y'all want him to score yet, but he's filling up that whole box. He's doing everything that's needed. I understand that if you look at a traditional rookie numbers and you be like, his numbers pretty good for a rookie. You know what I'm saying? But when your dad talked that shit, and then he he, he he talked, I'm talking about he talking cash. But you got He's going to be better than this. He's taking him to the playoffs, this and that. And you can't cash them checks. Not me personally, knowing I'm a sportsman. I know how a conventional rookie would be. But to the world, that's like, come on, yo. That's why it's that, micro, that microscope on him. You got to separate marketing, and you got to separate real life. Right. His father marketed to get yeah. his kid. And it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It worked out. But see, the only issue is now the sports reporters, us, we're sitting here talking about Zoe's not averaging what we want to average from 30 points a game. Is that what we're looking for? I mean, he's really doing numbers. My only issue with him is the aggressiveness. He don't seem aggressive. I'd be looking at the game sometimes. um, Clarkson bringing the ball up. Like, he just don't seem aggressive. He's not taking enough shots. I'm going to tell you some things I've seen as a Laker fan. And I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a strong Laker fan. Been that way forever. I've seen times where rebounds have been got, say, by Randall, Clarkson, Kuzma. They look away from Zoe. Right. Mm-hmm. I've seen Zoe's body language at times. He's not in the game. Body language in sports is everything. Yeah. So these are things I do see. But then I see a motor get turned on every so often and Zoe plays. He played against the Cavs pretty good the other night. The game before that, when we played, uh, I can't remember. I remember we played the 76ers I don't know, a week ago. Mm-hmm. The motor was turned on. Right. So, so it's he not has like he play to, up the competition. He has to, it's possible it could be competition, but he has to learn how to turn that motor on. Yeah. But let me ask you something. Because he don't seem like he got the best chemistry with his teammates. Do you think the stuff his dad is saying on the outside affects that? Like, do you think his dad saying, for instance, for example, a comment where um, Julius Randle had the ball at the end of the game one time, and after the game, his dad is like, yo, he should have gave the ball to my son, this and that. The coach soft and all this. You know what I'm saying? 
that stuff gotta affect the locker room because they like, yo, calm your dad down. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. And then I was watching an interview with Jordan Clarkson. He was saying like the boy pretty quiet and stayed to himself. You know what I'm saying? His, his dad so it's is like, just a mouthpiece. Yeah, I mean, that's I, what it is. I, I've always said his but dad if, is just a mouthpiece. If me and you kicking it, and me and you kicking it, we fine. And then your dad say something. It's like, yo, that's that's what you told your dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's yeah, like you can look at it like that. Yeah, that, that that makes a lot of sense. But I, I I do think I don't know if it's Luke Walton, I don't know if it's Magic Johnson. It seems that the locker room has they're they're around Zoe and they're supportive of them as of right now. That's what it seems. Yeah, as of right now, that's what it looks like. It doesn't mean that's yeah, when you watch body language and well, yeah, body you know language, what I'm saying, it's, it's just really to me. I think Zoe looking for better players, and I don't know. You can't get that immediately. And that's something that needs to be worked on. But his body language just shows that. Like he don't seem he don't seem in tune, and they don't seem like they had a greater chemistry. Like you said, they look away from him on the rebound. Then I look clocks and be bringing it up while Zoe in the game. Zoe just be running like, bro. They just don't seem in sync. But let me tell you this: that clocks and shit weird too, though, because I feel like there's too many guards on that team. Yeah, yeah, it is. But another, if you think about. Uh, his dad said a couple of weeks ago that he feels that Zoe needs to be on the floor in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. The last few games that you've seen played, Zoe's been on the floor in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean how, how do you explain that? Right. So that actually, when you think about the chemistry of the team, that now appears to the players on the team that his dad just basically said, what needs to be done, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be it's being done. So that's the issue. I think the players could be looking at it like, okay, so his you know his dad is really getting away with calling these shots. Yeah, and you gotta, and you gotta team. look, you gotta look at different angles, man. Players got egos, like yeah. You got this, you got this rookie coming here. He getting all this media attention, all this and that. But another nigga on the same team might be rookie of the year. Yeah. So it's like. I don't know, man. You know that that can rub people wrong First way in the locker room. Has been Simmons, but I got it. I get you know it. what I'm saying, yeah. Kuzma. I don't think I don't think Simmons should be eligible for it. Man, it's seven dollars a year. Yeah, but I hate that. That's that Blake Griffin. Yeah, the Blake Griffin. Yeah, that Blake Griffin stuff. Because you you still you you kind of it was like a red shirt. Yeah, I know you didn't play in the season, but, but you, was you was pick around up the plays, practicing. Right? You yeah. was around practicing with these pros in the facility, yeah. all right. that kind of stuff. So I mean, I, just, I feel like. He shouldn't be out. That's a crazy yeah. rule, man. Because that, that happened at B last year, but yeah, he ended up getting yeah. hurt again. You know what I'm saying? So he was up for it last year, too. I can't remember. The first time I ever seen it might have been Blake Griffin. Yeah, it was Blake Griffin. I think it was. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. our whole season. Dude. What's up with faults? Man. Nobody so yo, no pick, nobody, nobody, nobody at him, about him not been doing nothing. But because he, the Sixers he, are doing great. Up. He Foss hurts. Is, yeah, Foss is still right. up. But see, the thing with that is, it's the Sixers being the Sixers. Mm-hmm. They they know they're not a championship team yet, so we're going to sit you out the same way we've done the previous players. Knowles, Nerland. Well, he, yeah, he, Joel Embiid. Ben Simmons. So we, that, we're going to keep with that tradition, and we're going to sit you that. out. Hey, it worked, though. It, it's working because it's kind of like it's getting these players ready for that next season. And they still getting yeah. them top picks. Yep. But he ain't not I'm gonna tell you what I think helps folks out though. Embiid mouth. Embiid might be LeVar Ball of the seventy sixes. He does enough talking to it don't nobody pay attention to nobody else on that team. He, he did the social media thing. Yeah. 
He's he is. He good is. For he is. NBA. He brings yeah. some more swag and, and that old school feeling back. That's what I like. He brings. He brings. But he brings. Yeah, he doing it differently because of the social media. Right. He backs it up right on the floor. Yeah, like I told y'all the other day in text. I feel like MB is the social media version of Gary Payton when it comes to trash talking. Yeah, it's very well possible. Like, and he does it on the floor as well. At you. He does it on the floor as well. Yeah. yeah. He be getting in people's head too, man. Yeah, he do. Like Cat. He definitely got in Cat head the other night. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look. How y'all feel about this Cavs turnaround, Ron? <laughs> he was very critical of the Cavs early on, man. But the, the Cavs, 16 the last 17. The, the Cavs is a good team. I'm not going to say they're not a good team. I ain't trying I just, to hit it. No, I ain't trying to hit but, it. You know, no, personally, yeah. I just feel that there's a lot of other teams this particular season mm-hmm. that can give Cavs a run. I don't think the Cavs can shoot through the playoffs and sweep the first round, the second round, the third round. I don't think, me, again, me personally, I think there's teams that's going to cause matchup issues. All right, so you... I, so you think that who can beat them in the playoffs in a seven game seven series? series who's the you game? think the Celtics beat them? Well, you think you, the Bucks? I, I do. I do think the Celtics can beat them because, for one, that clutch piece that's been holding the Cavs together the last few years was Kyrie Irving. It's, it's no way that you can deny that Kyrie wasn't that clutch piece of the Cavs. But we have the same Isaiah Thomas. The, but you got to think as the difference with Isaiah. And Kyrie, Isaiah's also ball dominant. I don't even think, honestly, I don't even think Isaiah fits with this he, squad. He, yeah, no, he I don't know how that's going I, I say that. When you got to think, Isaiah's ball dominant. He led the NBA in second half points. Yeah. So he's very ball dominant. How is he going to be ball dominant? But LeBron is ball dominant and need the ball to make plays. But the same argument was made over there in Houston, and that's looking like it's working great. What? That's coaching. Coaching. That's, yeah. what, that's what Mike yeah. D'Antoni do. That's coaching. But, again, like when, I, when it comes to the Cavs, I think a lot of teams going to create matchup issues. I, and, again, I think not just the Celtics. I look at what Milwaukee's doing. Yeah, because you quoted not, saying they're going to beat right. Cavs in seven. I Come on, they, man. I said they could beat Cavs in seven. It's not that Milwaukee has a great team. It's just the matchups. If you look at their team, if some injuries wouldn't happen, um, the Greek freak, if he wouldn't have got injured last playoff, you, yeah. you never know what Milwaukee was looking for. Pretty, pretty darn good at the playoffs. What have they been doing lately, though? I ain't paying they, attention I, to them. I, I think they're under 500. But, again, uh, you know, in the, in the East, you can get in the playoffs. Of course. Yeah. So they can draw, like, a 7th or AC. They're not beating them people in 7th, though. No, I'm, I'm telling you, know. you just, just know you heard it. They're not, first. man. But, like I said, it's just matchups, man. Kyrie is, was very necessary in that Cavs offense. But this is my thing with the whole Cavs stuff every year. Every year, people open their mouth up too early, man. Floyd Mayweather effect. Everybody open their mouth up too early, and then they look back, and these people that won 15 in a row. Wait, so it's, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You, you can't even get into that hype gotta, at the beginning gotta, of the season. You got to look in the NBA. The Celtics done ran off, what, 16 in a row to start the season. Mm-hmm. Houston is at 11 in a row. Yeah. I think I think the Jazz is on a, is on a winning streak. Also. No, they just lost, though. But they yeah. did lose. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, so in the season, you get these winning streaks. Like I said, the Cavs are not, yeah. a, they're not a bad team. You catch the right, you catch the right string of games, you can get your winning streak. Yeah. The Cavs, like I said, the Cavs aren't bad, but I think there are some teams that can cause. The Cavs teams. going to the finals again. Bro. Yeah, I, you know, my money's already said. <laughs> we know. <laughs> the Cavs going Cavs to the finals, going to finals, finals bro. again, man. Okay, but like I said, we all on record right now. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's all recorded. We may get the chance to play it back. 
So I can say I'm the only person y'all know that said this. They, they're not going. Let me ask you this. You think Celtics should make another move? I do think. And I think that's a major thing about the Celtics. The Celtics have a lot of pieces yeah. that they can move. But and what I, would they get, though? And I think I think what would take the Celtics over the top would you, is would the you? center. I would yeah. look at it more of a Mark Gasol. But you're going to have, you're gonna, you're gonna have to give up a, a, a Jalen Brown. You're going to have to give up something. To get a Marcus Saul, because Marcus Saul could walk after the season. To get a Marcus Saul, you give up Al Harford in the draft pick. True. And that's something yeah. that becomes possible. Marcus Saul is a, is a great pass. He's going to do everything Al yeah. Harford Marcus does. Marcus Saul a beast. But better. Right. I <laughs> need a bigger body. I know you said I heard you say Boogie look, Cousins. I think Boogie Cousins. But like, look. when you look at that offense, it that they, they, yeah, they, run, nah, the, they yeah. run the system. Boogie, system. Would, Boogie wouldn't Boogie's fit in the system. Great, but Boogie wouldn't Boogie ball system. dominant. Yeah, well, Boogie he, nasty, bro. Yeah, he wouldn't work in that system. The nice. only center that works in that system is Marcus Oliver. Because he passed. Yeah. Because he can pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to, I keep trying to think of any other center that might be able to fit, and it's none. That's it. Ron on record. Cavs yeah. ain't going to the finals. Yeah, that's it. Oh, so I guess I know how you feel about this next question, then. Man, look. Ron been out here putting up numbers. Is it time to go ahead and acknowledge him as the GOAT? Yo, Ron been playing... Like, he not aging this season, bro. And he's shooting the best of his career. And I was watching uh, last night. I was watching the halftime show where Kenny was explaining. He was like, in this era, you can play forever. The hand check is dead. And And that was a great point. And I was waiting to bring that up. The hand check is dead in this era. So if you sitting there letting a man dribble, dribble, that's how Kyrie and all of them, you know what I'm saying? So, so bro, you sitting there saying it. So how can we say he's better than Jordan? When Jordan didn't get the opportunity to play in this era. With those, with I'm those. not saying it. Listen, okay. man. Not yet, but I will be on record saying when LeBron said and done and that shit he gonna be get evaluated and you, you comparing to both, he going to have a strong, when I say strong argument for to be the greatest ever. Well, when you look at his hardware, you look at the trophies, you look at the MVPs, you look at the possible championships, it's a very hard argument. It's a very hard argument. You gotta but think, LeBron. Gotta, could, LeBron could really get the MVP every year. He he he, he, he really could. could. But like I said, it, when you think of LeBron, you gotta get real technical because you gotta also think about the situations around LeBron. You gotta yeah. think of the players LeBron play play with, and it is it, is a real technical conversation. Right. Michael Jordan did not have this opportunity. The free agency wasn't the same yeah. when Jordan played. But then you could devil advocate that Jordan said they won fifty games without Jordan. Yeah, you, you can. Which is, hey, look. Yeah. Everybody tries to sleep on that season, too. No, because Pippen did a, a heck of a job. He was an MVP candidate that season. Everybody tries to sleep on that season like, oh, they need it. They need him. Like, niggas won 50 games without him. Yes, he brought a lot to that team. He was the GOAT. But at the same time. But see, and then, and then you know, people hey, take that argument and say, when LeBron leave a team, the team is completely trash. And but, exactly. But that same Bulls team. The only thing that was gone because of the way free agency was made was joy. Yeah. The rest of the team, the chemistry, everything was still intact. All of the players, the only thing missing was joy. But you got LeBron. That's automatically 55 wins. Automatically. That's automatic playoffs, I can tell you that for sure. That's automatic 55 wins. Tell me a time when LeBron hasn't played with two All-Stars. Them early seasons. What you mean? Them early seasons when he had Mo Williams and them, they, they they won 60 games. Yeah, okay, I give him that. Right, them yeah. early seasons when he was putting that team on his back. Mo Williams was then he all-star, to, by the way. But yeah, I mean, why he was, he was all-star? all-star. Come on. Back. Yeah, come on. Now. And then, 
he he having to go up against the big three in Boston. You know what I'm saying? He beat them one time. I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a whole other thing. Niggas formed a team just to beat LeBron. That team was built for the sole purpose of beating LeBron James. But see, I hate when people but, compare that team to what the Heat did. That's totally different, yo. Yeah, because the big three in Boston was nothing like what the Heat did. The Heat, exactly. The Heat playing this. They had these three young players. Yeah. They all wanted to come together. But when you got Boston, these were guys that was kind of like the prime. They was out of the prime. Yeah, the right. Towards the tail end of the career. Yeah, they wanted to get together. They hadn't won the championship. So they figured, you know, let's try it out this way. Right, and it was straight. Paul Pierce said, I need some help to beat LeBron. So who y'all got as the greatest? LeBron. It's not time to get LeBron at. Is that what y'all saying? I, 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 I don't. I don't have y'all. All know how I, I feel about it. I don't have LeBron over Kobe yet. <laughs> Which I, that's a joke. I don't get that. That's a joke. That have, is not even. I have LeBron. Listen, definitely. What's funny is when it's all said and done, Kobe not. When it, we had a discussion about who the greatest, Kobe not going to be in it. He's not because when you look at again, it's, when you look at the hard. Kobe played one of the goats too. Yeah. Shaq, he got three rings off the show. And this my knock on Kobe. Kobe didn't have a finals MVP playing with Shaq. Have you ever looked at the numbers? And it is surprising. If you haven't if you never looked at the numbers, I haven't looked at the numbers, but that's that's a big thing right there. You never had a finals MVP when you played with Shaq this guy. Kobe because Shaq was no the matter big who name. LeBron played it's, with, it's, he had a finals MVP. It's always the big name guy that gets the MVP. Because I'm gonna be completely honest with you. One Man, of our, one, one of our championships with the Lakers. I think it was our fifth championship. Kobe got an MVP for the finals. Kobe didn't deserve the MVP. Kobe was the bigger name. Pau Gasol deserved finals MVP on our fifth ring. Well, Kobe's fifth ring. Mm-hmm. It's just that that bigger name always gets that MVP when it comes in those situations. Nah, but when you look at, when, I'm, I'm telling you, man, you look at he Shaq, won't get I just watched Iguodala win this when you look at, when you look at, Shaq, we watched Kawhi but, Leonard early. Kawhi Leonard get an MVP. You, Come on, bro. He won't get that MVP over Shaq, dog. LeBron should have got that MVP, Kawhi got, but he didn't win. Look at their numbers. You will be surprised. I must got to look at the numbers, man. The finals numbers with Shaq and Kobe are almost the same. They're almost identical point-wise. They needed needed each other. But Shaq was the dominant figure, bro. He was the dominant in the game. How can we say Shaq wasn't dominant because he had Kobe on the wing? When was Shaq not dominant? It's three. It was three finals, bro. He got all three of them while playing okay. with Kobe. Well, t- tell me this: Was Shaq dominant when he had Penny on the wing? No. Shaq was, he was well dominant when he had Penny on the wing. What you mean? Oh, you saying? Oh, you saying? Uh, yeah, he was he dominant. dominant. Okay. Was Shaq dominant when he got with Dwayne Wade? Yeah. Okay. In my opinion, yeah. When he stopped playing with wing players like Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, and Penny Hardaway. Was Shaq still dominant? Shaq need a lot of players need that. I mean, of course he need a a, a wing player. So, so, but, a but big man. Like, he can't bring the ball up the floor. So at the end of the day, Shaq needed Kobe and Kobe needed. Bro, that's that, my that's knock on. You have to nah, break it down. That's my knock on Kobe. He, he didn't have not one Finals MVP playing with Shaq. That's LeBron that don't have that luxury. LeBron had all his Finals MVP playing with Wade, playing with Bosh. Whoever. It's too close to MJ. Even honestly. Kyrie. The year that. Uh, the Cavs won it. Kyrie didn't deserve MVP. It was close. It was no. <laughs> I, I, I get that to Kyrie. No, nah, it was that? close. It was really close because all them games in the fourth quarter, Kyrie was making hella big shots. 
Oh, it so was you, close. So I think you understand what but I said. But if you look at the so numbers, I think he's not understand that. But if you look at the numbers, bro. Right, you look LeBron, at the, you LeBron, deserved, four, LeBron deserved LeBron deserved that MVP. But you said four quarters. So I think you understand where I'm coming from. I mean, he had the big shot to win the okay. giant. We all know that. Listen, man, that shot was something different. That shot might have been the greatest shot I've watched since I've been alive. Yeah, it is. No, nah, I, I ain't gonna say that. I seen some shots, man. I ain't seen nothing more clutch than that, man. That was a big time shot and a big time. That's moment. bigger than when Ray Allen hit that joint versus the Spurs. Oh, no, sir, that was the bro. game closing jump, though. Y'all, y'all, y'all guys are so young. You gotta think Jordan that Kyrie jump was the, the jump that finished it. Jordan against the Cavs. See, I only I think, seen the highlights. I think, I think we're at eighty-eight on this. I mean, we've seen the footage. Of it. Seen Jordan that. against the Cavs, the the pump at the buzzer. We talking about what we? I'm talking. I want there to feel it. it though. I want there to feel that shot. I was able to watch it after the fact because you know that shot meant so much to me because it, it was like getting over the hump, watching mm-hmm. Jordan, mm-hmm. and see that's 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 where I, I kind of knock LeBron a lot. He didn't have to go through that adversity to get over any type of home. How he didn't? What you mean? He got it, swept in the finals. It, right, he got swept. You got to keep coming at it. We watch. I watched Jordan go at the Cavs over and over. I watched Jordan go at the Pistons over and over. These were humps. When he got past the Pistons the last time, mm-hmm. now he's in the finals. Before that, it's just like these were roadblocks that he came up to. And I watched it. So that's why I say when you see him hit that double pump at the free throw line against the Cavs against Craig Elo, it meant so much because you knew how much he put into it year after year Bro. to get past that hump. When LeBron beat the Pistons, you don't think that was a crazy hump, my dude? I don't. Huh? I don't. What you mean? <laughs> it just it didn't have that feeling to me. It didn't mm-hmm. have that feeling. Bro, when the man scored the last 25 points of your team in the fourth quarter, bro, come on now. Who? Pistons won a championship that year, right? No, this, that's when he got swept by the Spurs after he beat the Pistons. Okay. That was early in his career, too, man. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So, he got over that hump. Okay. Yeah. Just like I said, it just didn't mean the same to me. I feel you. Ron, what's up with your team, though, man? OKC out here struggling early, man. But see, like we said, OKC struggling right now. But we can win 15 in a row. <laughs> so you can right, I'm not I'm not thinking about this until we had the all star break and it's like alright trade deadline coming up what's going on what we gonna do you know what I'm saying so if y'all in the 9th seed a couple games before all star break you think y'all move Paul George or y'all keep him Ron you think we moving Paul George I think on the business standpoint I think you have to move Paul George if we not, I feel like if you, if not, to get something for him. If you're not in that week of trade deadline, you might as well move him. But I want, I want to tell y'all something else. Think about Carmelo has waived his no trade clause. Yeah. Come to OKC. Keep in mind he's a free agent after this season. Also, do you move Carmelo instead of Paul George? It's I I believe one of them is the issue. Yeah. So you have a chance to move either one of them. Which one do you move? You got something has to be done. You got three ball dominant players, it, and it never works because Russell Westbrook doesn't look like the same Russell Westbrook. He's averaging maybe twenty points a game this year. He's not the same. It's weird. he played better when he had less. I but guess see, maybe because he had is, to do more. But I'm not counting out early. When you look back at the history, when the the big three and the Heat at um in Miami got together, this was the same struggles. They had the same early struggles. The Rockets, they uh they played the Rockets the other day. Um, I can't remember what it was, but this record had they compared the big threes records 
they compared uh, LeBron and Cav when he first went back to the Cavs. They compared their record, and they compared a couple other teams. But it, nothing. This was this was by far the worst. I'm not counting it all yet. Listen, man, I don't you know. You got three Hall of Famers on the same squad. They're currently a nasty in the yeah. West. Then the bench trash. That's the problem. That's the thing. Yeah, that's exactly why I think you gotta move one. That's why I said, do you move? If you move one of them, now we look at a situation where you are working with a stronger bench, and you truly don't need both of them in the starting lineup. Do you bring Carmelo off the bench? Melo ain't going for that. He's see, he Melo's not going for that. Melo's already waving the coaches off. Billy Donovan tried to pull him out of the game a couple weeks ago. I'm telling you no, he waved him off. Do so, we look at coaching though? I don't think Billy Donovan's the issue. Was yeah. Billy Donovan? I think that's a question. Well, did Billy Donovan overachieve last season? They they this was they played with Westbrook. No, and Billy Jason. Donovan didn't overachieve. Westbrook overachieved. I don't think Westbrook don't think, was the MVP, bro. I don't think I don't think that's overachieved. I think Billy Donovan really coached a great season, and I think I ain't gonna say Westbrook overachieved because that's his talent, but. I think he's capable of coaching a lot of great more seasons. I just think it's this type of players you have. I'm a Billy Donovan fan, but it's something he got to fix. Something is going it's going to fall back on him. He got to do something differently. Man, he got to move on it, man. I really say you go ahead. I don't and think you. Jokes. I don't think you panic and blow the shit up. Man. Well, I think I, think I you don't. have to because I don't think you have to. If let's let's see if if, if these guys don't perform, the next year Oklahoma City Thunder squad is not going to have Melo. It's not going to have Paul George. And now you're back at square one. So you can watch two players walk for nothing. Right. So you have to blow it up. If you come to if you come to the trade deadline, yes, I think you do explore Yeah, come February at the trade deadline. Yeah, if, once, if, once you get to February, we got to have a discussion again. Because once we get to February, yes, you do get something for Paul George if you can. You get the most you can. But I do think leaning is currently leaning that direction is them blowing that team up. Yeah, man, because... Listen, like y'all said, come February, if y'all in the ninth seed, that's kind of rough to be kind of gambling on, like, oh, we're going to get in. Because the West ain't easy. The West is not the easy. West not easy. The West not easy at all. So, even if you get in, do you want to be an AFC playing Houston, who looking hot right now, playing Golden State, who going to be Golden State? That's yeah. rough. Are y'all sold on Golden State going back to the finals? Listen, I'm a Houston fan right now, so no. Riding my Rockets. Well, I think, I think the West has a lot more competition this year. Yeah. I think the Spurs have gotten stronger. The Spurs has been keeping up playing good ball. Tony without, Parker not even back yet, is without he? Tony, Tony Parker just came back, I believe. But you have Tony Parker. You got Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. He Come back came, next week? He came back this past uh, Wednesday. Okay, okay. All right. he what did he do? Back. I can't remember exactly. Okay. The Spurs have really been keeping afloat with really nobody. Yeah, so I think they're definitely a team to watch out for, and I think Houston. At Houston yeah. is a is a big. You yeah, know, a lot of people Houston three point shooting is ridiculous. My thing is, this is what I love about Houston. Houston play their own style and they do their right. own thing, and they gonna run what they want to run. They gonna play their game, bro, and it works. If it they, works. If, if they got that let it fly system, like now I'm gonna tell you, if they can find a defensive stopper under yeah. the basket, yeah, and I think this is a team that DeAndre Jordan. Will be perfect. Yes, because yeah. he can run. They gotta go get. They, but they don't need a center that will slow him up. You know what right. I'm saying? So they, you know, they need a runner. If you get a DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan, yeah. I think that. I think they sold with what Capella do. Yeah, yeah. Capella been balling. I think they sold with what Capella could do. He can't bring that same that that ball that, that ferocity. Under, okay, under the, under the yeah. let me ask you something. Do Houston, if it comes to 
If it comes down to it, do they try to make a move for Paul George? I think it's possible as well. Yeah, I, I think, think so. it's possible as well. Because at this point, if Houston feels that they're almost there, why not take a chance? But Houston looking at it like, we can get Melo in the free agency. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's Melo top eight. That's Melo top destination. That's, that's another thing yeah. too. Melo so will come to you. They looking like we can get Melo in the in the free agency. Yeah, so why not just why not try Paul George? You think make a move for Paul yeah, George? Why not try Paul George? What you giving up though? You don't want to give up Ryan Anderson. They've they been, they been trying to give up Ryan Anderson all year. He been on the he, he plays good. Yo, I don't he's get perfect, that. They've been trying to but give him up piece, for a minute. But he the piece that you know what I'm saying. So he have to go. But Ryan Anderson, he fits so well with them because he can shoot the hell out the ball. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. It's, I think you would you would, if you the Celtics, would you push for Paul George again? If I was the Celtics, I would. I would take that rental because you got this is the thing. If Paul George don't want to resign, cool. We got Gordon Hayward coming back. That right. is that's what the Celtics got in their back pocket. That's right. We got out. Gordon Hayward coming back. They we got we got high draft picks coming. Mm-hmm. Let's get us over the hump this shit. Let's let's guarantee that we're gonna get past LeBron and these Cavs. So let's do this for this one so, season. So Paul George guarantees that to you? I, I, I think Paul George will guarantee the Cavs get, I mean, the um, Celtics get over top of the Cavs. I, me personally, I think it's a possibility now, but I think that guarantees it. Right. And I think any well, sports But you're going to have to give up a Marcus Smart. you got to have to give up a Jalen Brown, maybe. I think and then they still got drop picks. Well, see, when you look at the situation, when a lot of, when you when players are traded that are possible, that are going to possibly be lost at the end of the season, it doesn't require as much. Paul yeah. George's value has been degraded because this Lakers situation. They feel that Paul George is going to be a Laker. Right. So that dude. So his value. People not willing to give up much. Right. He his value is because it's just a run. He really yeah. saw teams in the foot with that one. Because now we we look at the Pacers thinking that the Pacers got nothing in return. Oh, and got, was the, well, that's the move. He's an all star at this point. So bonus is averaging 12, 13 points. So it looks like yeah. the Pacers won the deal. They won the deal, right? And then OKC really lost because they only got him for one year. Right. But I watched the interview, man, because of Victor Oladipo. He said he was going to kill, yo. So I've been watching him the whole season. He's been killing. He said he was going to kill. He said he was ready to be the number one guy. But and he, and he, he, lived was up the, to he was the guy with Orlando. He was. OKC. He was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. And you see, I think also, like I was watching on ESPN the other night, I think working out with Westbrook does bring something different to your game as well. Right. I think even if you just condition him with Westbrook, that's enough. I mean, to but he watched there. he watched how to be the guy, yeah. to be that man piece. Looking at Westbrook yeah. last last season, because it, I guess his game is quite similar to what Westbrook yeah. doing right now. Right, just pure athleticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. But, so. uh, y'all, let's run down these NFL picks real quick. So on the first game, we got Bears versus Lions. Who y'all got? I got the Bears. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you're the underdog. They're just, they're just the underdog. And I want y'all to remember this. Howard. Yeah. He, he come, he's coming off a pretty good... He got two... two you must have got him on your fantasy teams or something. He, well, he was actually on all my fantasy teams. <laughs> and he's actually been, he's been coming off some pretty good games. And I, I, I actually got the Bears over the lines. I guess yeah. y'all, y'all don't have it. But nah, this in Detroit. Just remember I said that. Alright. Chargers Chiefs. Chargers, man. Chargers gonna win that division. This is a big game. That's the Chargers division. division. This is a big game, yo. I'm calling that right now. Because they both have the same record at seven and six. 
this game is really for the division. For the tiebreaker. So it's like, yo, who y'all got taking this? And it's in Kansas City. I don't think Andy Reid is going to lose this game. As much as I want to go with the Chargers, I don't think Andy Reid is going to blow this game, man. Yeah, Andy Reid is in the Chargers. I mean, the Chiefs are about to go back for another, another one. I think so. Um, I, so think, I think the Chiefs win this, and I think they win it, big. I do, too. This is the Chargers game. All right, next game, though, is the Patriots versus Steelers. You already know I'm running Pittsburgh. This is definitely the game of the year. Yes, it is. It is. This is definitely the game of the year. And I do not think Tom Terrific loses two in a row. Watch it. And that's my... I'm a Steelers <laughs> fan. I was hoping they won last week. And that's my only thing. Is Tom... Tom played horrible last year versus the Dolphins. I mean, last week versus the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of a trap game. Quote, unquote. You know what I'm saying? And now he got to come out. But the good thing is he got to come to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Means nothing. Hey. Yeah, Come man. on, man. That's my, a only, atmosphere. my only thing is, man, I hate seeing Tom in the playoffs because he's he's three and zero against us in the playoffs. Yeah, Tom got a new weapon out there, Kenny Britt. So he, yeah, he, he has they quietly signed him. Yeah, he has a, another deep ball. Thing. They've been making a lot of little moves on yeah. the low. Cause remember they when they got Bennett on the low. Gronk is back. It's, I mean, it's a lot. You know, you, you add Gronk is Gronk the reason why they Miami got a hold of him like that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a lot. was a lot with that. And uh, is Hogan coming back this week? Not sure. So all I know is Pittsburgh That's got big Juju too. back. That's big too. Mm-hmm. No, he he actually questionable for this week. Oh shit! I need Juju. And Hayden questionable too. We need Hayden back. Yeah. Bad. The secondary been getting torched. We got the, so who your picks get? Steelers. Steelers. I'm going no, to Steelers, Steelers too at home. And Rob going to Patriots. Patriots. We got the Dolphins and the Bills. This big too because right now in the sixth spot. They battling for that six spot in the in the in the. It's uh, a one AFC. game difference. It's Dolphins, man. Yeah, I got Dolphins. Dolphins right here. Too. It's in Buffalo in the freezing fucking cold. It's Dolphins. Y'all see that game in Buffalo last week? Yeah. It's in the freezing cold. These guys playing the sun all year. I don't know, man. And Tyrod back starting, yo. Uh, I might rock with the Bills, man. It's, it's, it's Dolphins. I mean, like Miami. Buffalo the favorite by three. So. um... Next game, we got Packers versus Panthers. Packers ain't doing it, man. It's Panthers. Well, it's ain't even hard for me. Panthers at home. Well, see, the thing is, Aaron Rodgers is back this week. I don't know, how healthy, I don't know how healthy Aaron Rodgers is, but it means a lot. That means nothing to me. If Aaron that Rodgers, means a whole lot. If Aaron Rodgers they two move, different teams. can move around and get the ball away, I think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers can win this. They two different teams, though. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers with the Packers, Aaron Rodgers. That's two different squads, yeah. bro. He's something different, man. I'm going to go ahead and take the Panthers, though. Um, we got the Ravens and the Browns. This ain't Browns the game. Browns 0-13 at home. This ain't going to be the game they get. This is Ravens. Yeah, this is <laughs> the Ravens. It is, yeah. Ravens is. Yeah. It is going to end horribly. I'm going to go with the Ravens, too. We got the Texans and the Jags. Oh, Deshaun Watson was here. I go Texans, man. But this is Jags. My Jags been looking yeah. great. This is, Jags. This, Jags. This, this is This may be like a 10 0 game. Right. <laughs> I mean, Listen, the, the Jags, Jags are my little young team. Hey, I'm going like. to tell you something. The Jags, somebody you don't want to see in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. This, mm-hmm. And this is the game, if they win this week, that wraps up. They, they got a playoff spot. Yep. Yep. I mean, they nine and four. They yeah. They basically going anyway. They eleven point favorites right now. Yeah. Um, we got the Bengals and the Vikings. It's the Vikings. I got Vikings. Vikings. Jets and the Saints. Jets known to upset some niggas, man. 
Yeah, I think Jets be playing spoilers, man. I think McNair and the Jets. I think that's. I, I'm gonna go with the Jets. Jets tripping. Hey, this in the this in the dome. Saints can't afford to lose right now. I'm going with the Saints. You got the Eagles and the Giants. Giants at home. I don't know if Eli gonna play up for this one. Yo, Giants been playing spoiler, man. I'm they they won. This what they won? Two in a row. This is a tough one. Yeah, it's like two. I want. And this say, a vision. This a rivalry game. I want to say the Eagles, but. You got a new quarterback in the system. Y'all boys already upset. And he traveling. Wait, he already won a division. And he traveling. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Giants. I'm going Eagles here, man. I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Eagles too, man. Cardinals, Redskins. Your skins, Ron. What's up? Man, I'm gonna go with my skins. AP not playing. The Cardinals don't have a quarterback. Y'all officially eliminated again, right? I don't think we are. I thought the Cowboys game did it for y'all. No, see the thing is, y'all at five and eight. No, we at uh, y'all at five and eight. Oh yeah, we are at five and eight. Yeah, but the Cowboys at what seven to six? We can win out, and the Cowboys could. Well, yeah. We but the Eagles got the division, yeah. and then yeah, 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 y'all no. done, bro. Y'all eliminated. Hey, look, do you no. are you calling for bro's job? Yeah, I think Gruden, Take Gruden gotta go. go. He gotta go. He gotta go. He gotta go. I think what kept Gruden's job the entire time is uh, offensive coordinator, which mm-hmm. is down there in the Rams with the Rams, and you see what McVay is doing, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, Right. With them. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with the skins in this game, though. Oh, this game right here could also be the game of the year. Rams, Rams versus Seahawks. Seahawks. Mm. Ah, I got the Rams it's big, that too, man. That's tough. That could go either way. Seattle has to win, and it's in Seattle, and we know yeah. what they do down the stretch. I'm going to take Seattle, I'm going Seattle with that, man. With that 12th man. Seattle don't lose down the stretch, bro. And you in Seattle? Come on. Listen, man. Who I you got, going with? I'm going Rams, man. You know I like the Rams, man. Titans, 49ers. Man, I hope the 49ers lose. They're going to fuck up their first Titans Titans currently winning that side-ass division. 49ers. 49ers won two in a row. And my thing is, they need to stop winning exactly to get a higher draft pick. Like, come they on, bro. They want the number one pick, so they're about to go ahead and go ahead and start yeah, taking Yeah, the is, is, is pretty decent. The future look bright with Jimmy G, man. So what do y'all think? What did y'all say? I took the 49ers, y'all. Um, I took the Titans, man. Yeah, I'm taking, the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. Oh, man. He's talked like he was about to take the 49ers. I'm taking the Titans. Hey, man, I don't like you, man. You talk like you about to go ahead and choose another team, and then you go right there with the safe one. Nah, they ain't saved them 49ers. Ain't winning. They need to start losing. They already got three games. They need to save for the high draft pick, man. Cowboys, Raiders. Cowboys, a must-win. Raiders, must-win for the Raiders. This big, uh, man. Ooh. Sunday night. I think the Cowboys run the ball and just run it down their neck. I think the Cowboys could win this one. Yeah, I got the Cowboys Raiders secondary trash. I'm looking for Dak to have a big game. Yeah, I think, uh, but it's going to start with their run first. That run is going to open it up, forcing them to put a couple more men in the box, and then it's going to open up their secondary. But I'm going to take the uh, Cowboys as well. It's in Oakland. I'm still taking Cowboys. Uh, Falcons, Bucks, Monday. It's Bucks. a must win for the Falcons. Falcons Bucks gonna play win. spoiler. I'm gonna go with the Falcons. Falcons. Bucks play Falcons, spoiler. Falcons big. Falcons, it's a must win for them, man. They gotta go. Yeah, man. That's it for the week, though, man. Who y'all? Real quick, who y'all NFC pick to come out? I think the for Eagles. The Super Bowl. I think the Eagles still got a shot. I think Nick Foles. But are you picking them as the team to come out? Yeah, I think they still. I think they still can come out. I, I got think, the Rams. I think Nick Foles is still uh, a good quarterback. So I think they, they can actually do it. I got the Rams, man. Rams, have been, Rams have, have been playing good all season, but 
it's you know at the end of the day you gotta you sit back yeah. and say it's the Rams. And you look at it like uh right, you can look at it like this. You got the Eagles, which is they just lost they they they, they star quarterback. You got the Vikings, who is the Vikings. You got the Rams, who's still young, young as hell. You got to look at them veteran teams, them Panthers, them Falcons, the Saints, whichever one of them make it. You know what I'm saying? The Panthers scare. You got to look at them teams, and the the Panthers on a nice little run right now. So you got to look at them veteran teams because at the end of the day, Minnesota, they, they playing good ball, but at the end of the day, you relying on Case Keenum in the playoffs. Yeah. So I would look to them veteran quarterbacks and them veteran teams such as the Cam Newton with the Panthers and the Drew Brees with the Saints and the Matt Ryan, you know what he do with the Falcons. So I, I, I definitely agree. What do y'all think about the AFC? I'm Pits, going my Steelers. You going with the Steelers? This the, the Steelers? this the year that we have. I mean, I ain't gonna say we had the tools last year to beat the Patriots, mm-hmm. but this the year with it, they not all the way together. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this the year where we can catch them limping a little bit and and, and can get them. I, I could see the Steelers. I think this is a must-win year for it's, Steelers. It's definitely honestly. between the Patriots and the Steelers. I don't think it's a must-win. I, I think it's, we'll it's a lot of pressure year if we don't. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure on us this year because we we have been Super Bowl or bust for the last three years. Mm-hmm. So this year is like, come on now, it's time to go. You know I what I'm saying? We've been the AFC Championship two years. When you look at the pressure, I think more the pressure is in Mike Tomlin. Yeah, that's that's, that's Pittsburgh don't find no coaches, so that's the only thing he's safe. In. The, the, Mike Tomlin coaching job is nowhere near any. Like he got one of the the coldest seats ever. Yeah, the man has never had a no coach. The man has never had a losing season. I'm gonna tell you, and you in a franchise who don't a, get rid of coaches. It's a lot of internal chatter with that team no. and Mike Tomlin. A lot of people are saying Mike Tomlin is just basically like a a cheerleader. He That's what they say. That's what they say. They've been saying that for a long time. Yeah, but you got to think. They've been saying that for a long the time. The proof is in the pudding, Ron. If, you, if you've been saying it for a long time, you haven't won a championship in a long time, at some point, something got to break. Yo, they, they've been saying that for a long time. Right. But the man went 10, win, he, he went 10 yeah. games every year. Yeah, but the, so, I mean, the, the man hasn't walk, had a losing season. When you walk into that season, the goal is championship. I don't care if you yeah, win man, 15 games. The man's safe, bro. I don't know what you're trying to prove. <laughs> the man's safe, bro. Ron, the man the good. Season, the man. man good. Okay, just remember I Listen, said this. Listen, man. Mike Tomlin is a safe dude. What are, what are we at? We're at week 13, week 14? Week 14. Okay, just I just want y'all to remember I said this at week 14. Listen, man. Mike Tomlin is safe, Ron. <laughs> I can bet my money Mike Tomlin is the safest coach in the league okay. behind Belichick. Okay. Like, chill, bro. That man is done remarkable things. Okay. But it's what it is. It's been, a, it's been a good episode on Sportsman Like Podcast. You know, we'll get back at you next week. Holla.